Hi, Tori. And the Tori Donald Show, you have done amazing and wonderful work. I am so proud of you. Keep up the good work. Hold your head up. I am behind you, rooting you all the way. I told you it was going to be a magnificent adventure, that you would love it. Hey, thumbs up. Welcome back to the Tori Donald Show. It's your girl, Tori Donald. Thank you so much, Lakia White, the tea teacher, for that beautiful voice message. And don't forget, you can send in a voice message too using my unique link to sending your love and your feedback to let us know how you enjoy the show. On this episode, we have the amazing Nicholas Styles, CEO and founder of Styles by Styles. We get into his life growing up in Lorraine, Ohio, home of the Steel Mill and Toni Morrison. We talk about his wonderful time in Vegas, assisting Mary Wilson of the Supremes, and what it takes to run a successful business. We even mention Wanda D, the goddess, and Eric Floyd, the emperor of Goddess Empire Entertainment. And we get a sneak peek of Nicholas's new persona, Dominique Supreme, when she debuts at the Steel City Lounge. Enjoy the episode, everybody. Welcome back to the Tori Donald Show. I'm your host, Tori Donald, and today we have a special guest with us, Nicholas Styles, CEO and founder <laughs> of Styles by Styles. He is an up-and-coming drag queen superstar. We'll talk about that later. And he's the former assistant of Miss Mary Wilson of the Supremes. And he is a proud a native of Lorain, Ohio. Welcome, Nicholas. Hi. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about growing up in Lorain, Ohio, and how did your how did you manifest your dreams meeting Mary Wilson? Well, that, that's that's a loaded question right there. We go we go break that one up. <laughs> um so okay, growing up in Lorraine, Ohio. Um Lorraine, Ohio is small. Lorraine, Ohio is known for two things, being the hometown of Toni Morrison and the steel mill. That's it. <laughs> and when the steel when the steel mill left, the Tony Morrison left. Ain't really much else about Lorraine, Ohio. So, what I will say is, as I've gotten older, I've noticed the city going, you know, kind of down and down and down and down. But as I gotten in my like adult years, I've noticed, it kept, you know, trying to bring itself up um, with like different events, divert diversity. We do have, um, and it, it's like every year we have an international and all of the, the different ethnicities. <clears throat> in Lorraine um, come together they have like little shows um, you know that's what the, the, the Lorraine is called the international city um, it's a different ethnicities so that's kind of what I grew up around was different people but I 
the people who I've seen in my daily life, I have seen, you know, don't really have not really done done too much outside of their norm. You know, so the influence I've had locally are, you know, kind of in their niche, if that makes sense. They, no one has really, like, you know, stepped outside of the box and done something different from their norm. Or if it is something that, you know, it's local. There's no, you know, no traveling abroad or anything like that. And growing up in Lorraine, me having those ideas to do such things were weird to some people. Because it's like, well, what what do you mean you want to do this? I mean, around here, that's not gonna that's not gonna okay, for example, I've always since I was in first grade, I've always had a dream to have my own clothing mm-hmm. of and even before I became a Supremes fan, I've always loved sequins and sparkles and feathers and things like that. And I would that's what I would draw. I would draw dresses that had and different embellishments on it. I remember someone telling me, why don't you make clothes for regular people? Oh no. I mean, no that's not really weird. Sing it's one of the bigger fields here. But other than that, there's really not much else. I mean, every everyone here does the same thing. Okay. So I know that you're a big Supremes fan and 2014 was your debut of the Supremes fan page. And I know, I remember you posting on Facebook, um, the BET Awards, I believe, t- 2007, when Diana Ross was being honored, kind of like sparked your interest and in your fandom for Diana and the Supremes. Yeah, I, well, that didn't spark my interest, but it helped me to know who they, who she was. It sparked my interest, I would say, maybe in her, mm-hmm. in her name, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never heard of Diana Ross. Um, but <laughs> I remember um, what stuck out to me, stuck out to me the most was Erica Badu's tribute to her during that. Um, I was like, oh, I like this. That I really, you know, really didn't. I don't really know too much about. Didn't know too much about her at that time. It wasn't until maybe about 2012, 2010, 2012, somewhere around then. I had saw the Supremes on TV. They were on the Ed Sullivan show. PBS was selling like DVDs to um, help like raise money for the station. I guess I don't. I don't know what what their what their thing was, but they were selling DVDs at the Ed Sullivan show. And the Supremes came on, and they had on these uh, baby baby blue sequins dresses on, singing "You Can't Hurry Love." <laughs> and after that. That's when I, I guess I fell in love, and that's what sparked my interest in Springs. That is awesome. So I know that it's like you know you didn't get to work with the main, uh, the main lead singer of the Supremes, but you mm-hmm. got to work with the best one, which is Mary Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is pretty cool because people dream of being like an assistant to their favorite person that they admire from afar and I know your connection to her you found her number screenshotted on Facebook and you was like Mm -hmm. this looks I'm gonna just try it out and contact her and I do have something to give to her so I'm not just like being a crazy fan I'm just really trying to reach out and you had some lip gloss because you know that she's glamorous and that's her, her thing and Nicholas, you contacted her, and that's how your um, mentor and mentee uh, relationship became. Came. Right, right. Okay, then you did your little history. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is that's 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 exactly how it happened. I she I contacted her, um, asked her if she would be one of my testers, and she said yeah, and. Which led us to where we are today. Yes. And you are so amazing that on national TV, she was like, I got this from Nicholas Stop. Let <laughs> 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 me put it on. <laughs> My lips is dry. Because she's, I like her interview. She's very like, she's very bubbly and everything. And she ain't afraid mm-hmm. to shout out people. You got a couple honorable mentions from Miss Mary Wilson over the years, which is like right. the bomb. I was like, I what? I'm waiting for Tina to uh no I'm just saying. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what was that like working with Mary Wilson and what advice would you have for anybody looking into um being an assistant to someone of a big name? Well what I well I will say about first I'm gonna say what about advice, if I have any advice for anyone. And I wouldn't say just being an assistant, just life period. If you have any type of dream never let anyone deter you from your dream or discourage you because and I listened to what everybody else was saying about why do you like those old ladies or you know they don't do anything you know or I remember <laughs> my mom saying um, when I talked to when I said I talked to her on the phone for the first time she's like that wasn't really her and somebody kind of scammed you I'm like no it's her I know her voice That's what, that was Mary Wilson I mean had I listened to my mom and you know blocked the number because it probably wasn't really her. Probably would have never had the opportunity to spend the last three weeks of her life with her. So, um, if I if I could give anyone any advice, it's always to follow your dreams and follow what your heart tells you, not what someone else tells you. Um. Yeah, that's great. Has she gave you any good advice for? Um, when, you, when you have a big behind, you don't wear tight pants. <laughs> okay. She had to let you know that she had a big booty. What she did Chloe... Said, Chloe Bailey said, booty so big, but it's not nice. And uh, Mary Wilson was like, uh, Nicholas. Right. Booty too fat. <laughs> she said, I had, I had worn this bodysuit to her house. And she was not having it. Uh-uh. She was not having it. She looked me up and down the whole day. Didn't say anything to me. Just looked me up and down and just had this face of like, why on her face? I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, she got something to say. Say it. But no, she never, she said it, she said something the next day. And she 
told me, you know, when you have a big behind, you don't wear tight pants. Because it's, unless it's, that's the attention. And I was getting ready to say, honey, you must not know who I am. But <laughs> you know, I left it alone. And I was like, no, you're right, because it isn't the attention. It isn't, it is, I got what she was saying. So, um, but yeah, that's one of the advice she gave me. Uh, you know, the thing of stop living your fear about following your dreams. Mm-hmm. Had honestly, had I followed my fears, I would have never went to Vegas because I was nervous. I've never, never moved out of Ohio. I also didn't have any money going out there. I was broke. I didn't have a job. Didn't have a car. I had my license. Didn't have my own place to stay. I was staying with my cousin who lived out there. But had I, instead of following my heart, if I didn't follow my heart, I would have never went. Did you make any lasting connections while you were in Vegas besides Mary, like to uh, um, keep you going? To keep me going, I wouldn't say it would keep me going because I haven't really gotten anything from any of them, I should say. But I did meet um, a couple. Um, Eric Floyd and Wanda D. Um, Eric Floyd is Wanda D's manager. And Wanda D um, is a rapper. She was more so known in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, quoted in like rap books and stuff. She's like one of the, like, they always quote her before um, Little Kim as the one that's being like explicit. I, yes, yes. <laughs> I saw her on an yes. interview where she was performing and at a school, <laughs> at a school, and she had these bodies. She ripped her dancers' clothes off, and they were in thongs. And they were. She was on a, a Matt Lar show. Uh, I think it was like Word on the Street or something, and that was like controversial. And she was like, "Look, these were seniors. Now, if they younger and sneaking in, that's them." Right. <laughs> I was no, like, I, I, I know exactly what performance you're talking about. I was like, honestly, I loved it, honestly. But, hey, uh, uh. I would have been ecstatic. I mean, like you said, she's quoted in, you know, history, rap history, but, you know, as an artist, as one of the first, you know, explicit, explicit artists. So, um, to have someone, I mean, at the time she was big. So that's somebody at the, at the time who's big coming to your school, I'd have been excited. <laughs> oh my god! Like yeah. I would have loved going to that pep rally show my senior year and somebody ripping off clothes because I'm like, ooh, he fine, he cute, he got oil right. on his body. <laughs> and what my thing is, my thing with that, well, at least with that, is how come I'm? She was like you said, quoted largely. <laughs> if how come the administration didn't know who she was before she got there if there was such a problem I didn't, I didn't get that so but no, yeah, but no. seriously how was that meeting Wanda D and her husband now, I haven't I will say this I have not met Wanda D we spoke on the phone mm-hmm. we spoke on the phone but I'm Eric um, a friend of mine oh, well, a friend of Mary's actually introduced me to Eric Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Jason Abrams. Um, he works for Dion Warwick's granddaughter. He's her oh, manager. Nice. 
and the way me and him got in contact was um, the way me and him got in contact was Mary, one of the last things Mary asked him to do was find, she's like, can you find this man? Well, I didn't know what this man, who this man was to her, but she's like, I need to find this man. And <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, um, we, I, she gave me his business card and she was like, you know, I've been trying to call him, tried to email him. So now I'm curious to know, who is this man that she's trying to get in contact with? So I asked her, I said, well, who is he? And she said, um, no, she said, no one like that. He's just like, he's, you know, was a fa- he's the fam who I've known since he was younger, you know, since he was a kid. And I, um, you know, wanted to reconnect with him because I haven't spoken to him in a while. And she said, I had a question to ask him. I'm like, oh, okay. So I looked him up on Google, nothing came up. I tried calling the phone number, nothing, it didn't do anything. So I, um, something said, look him up on Facebook. So I looked him up on Facebook and I said, is this him? And she said, yeah, how do you find him so fast? I said, girl, Facebook. And she said, hmm. She said, you gotta show me how to do that. And so, um, I messaged him. I messaged, I messaged him and I was like, you know, hey, Mary's been trying to get in contact with you. I'm her assistant. And I was like, as I was typing the message up, I'm like, wait a minute, what if he doesn't believe that I'm really your assistant? She's like, well, if he doesn't believe you, just um, give him my phone number. I'm like, okay. She was like, you know, um, give him the house phone number so that everybody calls that number anyway, so give him that number. <laughs> and um, that's how, so I, he messaged me back. And he was like, you know, I've been trying to get in contact with Mary for a while. Thank you. You know, so they ended up speaking. He said the day before he found out she, she died, she sent him the last, like, her last email or whatever. Oh. And in the email, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had said that um, she mentioned a question she had for him. Mm-hmm. But... Of course, it never got, you know, nothing ever came of that. So he kind of always wondered, like, you know, what was the question she had, or what is the, what did she want him to, what did advice she had, wanted to, wanted to get from him. But um, that's how I met Eric Floyd. He was like, you know, well, I know a couple who lives out there wanted to be an Eric Floyd, and he was like, I'm gonna put you in contact with them, and that's what he did, and um. Eric took me on experience working with Mary. Like yeah, three weeks. working working with her. Honestly, I will say this: working with her and even her death. Um, I'm not saying I'm happy that she passed away because it's still something that bothers me to this day. Um, I'm happy how everything happened following after her death mm-hmm. happened, and I say that because it helped me realize I need to stop listening to what other people have just have said as far as you know oh don't worry about this i'll make sure you're taken care of or this happened to me many times in certain in different situations where i've listened to people say you know i'll make sure you're taken care of or i got this handled you don't have to worry about anything and then it backfires in my face and i don't have anything so it was honestly her death was a wake-up call that i need to stop doing that Stop relying on people 
who have said, let's start relying on people in the future to take care of things and start taking care of things myself. That is awesome. That's like, because seeing from the outside, like the highlights on uh, social media is like, you you don't know how inspiring you are because most people will probably stay in Lorraine, Ohio and be like, I'll just be a virtual and a remote assistant and won't even take the leap. But you did what most people do when you watch videos on YouTube. They move out with the faith of a must a mustard seed, not a mustard seed, a mustard. <laughs> they move right. out with the faith of a mustard seed and they go out with no money they're like they have a, you know they have enough to um take care of what they need to take care of but it's not enough for them to you know sustain for a while but you just did it just like nike said just do it you just did it without Period. any money you had a resource you had your cousin who was willing to let you stay with him and, um, and i want to say this i want to say this had it not been for him i probably wouldn't have had experience I had because he had been honestly it kind of was just like I'm a strong believer in things happen for a reason and things happen the way it's supposed to happen prior to Mary asking me at least a year or so before Mary asked me to come out there he had been asking me to come out there to do drag he was like you know pay cuz come stay with me you know drag is real big out here in Vegas um I think you would you know be really good and be successful out here doing it he was like you know my place is yours whatever you need it he's like i'm never really home because he's a he's a traveling chef so he's like i'm never really home so my place is here whenever you need it he was like i'm not going to charge you anything he's like i want you to get on your feet or whatever and that was the same thing when mary when mary asked me to come out there it was the same exact thing you know don't worry about anything i got you and even when she passed away it was the same thing like you know i got you i you know take get yourself together so, Alex said, had it not been for him, I wouldn't have had that experience. So, I definitely want to say, say that. So, while, you know, there's a lot of big personalities um, in Vegas. I haven't been in Vegas before. i only been, like, to the airport. And I was like, uh, Vegas is not where I want to live. But it looks like it has potential. <laughs> and mind you, I was at the airport. But they do have a big personality the airport has like slot machines in there but while you were there did that help spark the um mm -hmm. the airport third? yeah they had like uh all that stuff but that or just me period i should say um because i for the first time in my life i saw visible like you know physically saw people doing something different something different than what my norm was i saw a new location a change of scenery it was only for four months, but it was those four months changed. I would say this changed me mentally. It helped me realize that when I I don't have to be, you know, live in fear of failing. I don't have to live in fear of very die. You know, three weeks after I got to Vegas, so I, you know, had no money. Perkessa and the publicist, his name is Jay Schwartz, told me that since I was never officially hired as an assistant to the company, that I won't be compensated anything, and I can never say that I was 
that I worked for Mary, that I knew Mary, and that I was there the day she died, or something, something like that. I couldn't, I couldn't say those things publicly. And then those were, those were, and then if I ever try to like, you know, get anything from them, or use this as a story to like that, I'll, I'll be taken to court. So, um, I had to figure out how I'm going to make money. Or how I'm going to get money. I mean, I didn't do anything illegal. But, you know, <laughs> I... Um, I will say how I had got money is I borrowed money from people. Um, a lot of people, a lot of Supreme fans, I will say this. Um, and I, a lot of Supreme fans, honestly, more than my family did, called and checked on me and said, you know, how are you doing? Is there anything you need? There was one guy sent me about it, like a $1,500 check. Um, uh, you know, another another one every every week gets me $100. Um, I did want to know more about Dominique Supreme because we do see you performing on Instagram in your drag attire and performing uh, Supreme songs. And you said that you have stage fright um, talking publicly and that you know, I need to practice on it. So, what can we expect right. from Dominique Supreme on November 4th? Okay, so November 4th, I'll be hosting um, a drag show. And in the drag show, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be um, hosting a drag show. And this uh-huh. will be my first drag show. My first time performing live, people, not in front of my mirror. This will be my first time um, on stage. And I guess say in public, honestly, in drag. I've never, I don't think I've ever been in public in drag. So I am, I'm nervous a bit. I'm more so nervous because I don't have anything to wear. What? Every single dress that you ever see me pictured in is gone. <laughs> Where are you gonna go I, shop? Uh, I don't know. I did. I did buy a few things. So um, I bought this one dress. It's like a one shoulder dress. It's like a one shoulder like black silk dress. That was cute. Um, I bought that. Um, what else do I have? I don't know. I have a few other things, but mm-hmm. you have to see. Let me see the picture. Stay tuned. <laughs> but I do have um I said I um stage fright. I do have stage fright. I am nervous, but I feel like after a few shots I'll be alright. After I'll be uh, all right. not after a few shots. We need you to be coherent. No, I'll be fine. That, that that's that's my little courage. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but honestly, um, I'm excited. I'm, honestly, I'm excited, I'm, I, but I'm nervous because, like I said, this is my first time, and I'm a semi-perfectionist, so I like for things to be, you know, done right. Yeah. So, but I can't wait for you guys to see. And this, this will be the November. This will be November fourth. At um, the Still City Lounge in the Rain. Is this the first drag show ever 
to happen in the city? Not in the city, but at this specific um, club, yes. Oh, okay, so you're like setting it off. You're the pioneer for this specific lounge that you're going to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like a side hustle or like to make money besides your clothing line? Yeah, I'm doing multiple tri- multiple streams of income all 2021, 2022 mm-hmm. and on. <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, I have so many different talents, so many different things that I'm good at. Why not capitalize off of them? Mm-hmm. And stop, like I said, Mary, Mary said, one of her last things that she told me was stop living in fear. Um, you know, you can't, if you if you live in fear, you're never going to do whatever, whatever, what you want in life. And that's true. A lot of things that I have wanted to do, I just didn't do because I was just talked out of it or my head just said, you know, that's not going to work. You're not going to be good at that. And I didn't do it. Um, so I think this is the time that I should jump on, you know, jump on it, whatever it is that I'm <laughs> gonna do. Do you have a so, playlist in mind for your show? Girl. Are you grabbing dollars? It. I'm gonna be grabbing grabbing dollars, but to what song? I don't know. What? I don't know. It, How? I don't know. You're not gonna know. do the it, new Diana Ross song, thank you, like for your ending and snatch everybody dollars. Can we edit this part out? <laughs> <laughs> no, um Off the Record. I don't know that song. I know it, I know it, but I've listened I listened to it, but I don't know the lyrics yet. I don't know the lyrics yet. Do you have your show prepared? No. The, the other performers, they have performed. Um, they have performed. You know, for they perform performed for years. Uh-huh. I'm kind of like new. Well, I'm I'm new, so I don't really have anything put together yet. But I will. I will. Um, I just have to sit down and really like. Once I get my attire together, I can put songs easily um one of the songs that have popped in my mind is Denise Williams um it's gonna take a miracle that's one song that's popped in my mind um people have said you know Diana Ross songs of course that's popped in my mind Mary Wilson songs that popped in my mind um I think Love Hangover has came over my, in my head many times to do that one. <laughs> so, like I said, it's just more so, it's honestly how I feel when I have my, when I have all my, my, my looks together, it's just how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, do you have a dance routine or anything for these songs? I have two left feet. I can't dance. <laughs> Nicholas, take a dance class. I got, I got two weeks. I don't think I can do that. You can. You know, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to show me how to how to dance because you'd be like, if there's a cure for this, I don't. Oh know. well, 
now what I will say is when when I what I will say is when I get into the, the spirit. Yeah, I, I get into the spirit. But um, when I I feel like, like the dance moves will come when they come, but they come naturally. You know what I mean? <laughs> they do. They come naturally. Now, if the music's not is not playing, I probably couldn't get a dance routine together. But once the music is playing, I can get all that. Are you? You should ask your fellow drag performers uh, some resources of where they go to get their persona, you know, up and running and show perfected and stuff. Because I feel like your show is going to be great. I just Thank think you. with two weeks that you can come up with some dance moves that are that you can digest. Like I said, I, once the music is playing and once I'm dressed up, like for example, when I was when I would be in my bathroom, um, playing dress up, it all came naturally. It just was as the music was playing and I was dressed up, it's kind of like I became another person. So, yeah. So I think once, like I said, once I get into the mood, once I get into the of everything. All right, so speaking of clothing, how did Styles by Styles come about? Styles by Styles has been something I've been talking about since I was in first grade. Um, how exactly it came about, I the name came from my, my grandmother, Faye. Mm-hmm. Um, she had just an and it always stuck with me. I came up with one to have my own culture. This has been something that's like, you know what? I don't have my own boutique one day. <laughs> so that's how that came about. With more recent times, well, like, well, with this early last few months, how, you know, it came about with me actually doing it was because I'm, I'm sitting here like, what else am I doing? Why not? It takes, it takes nothing to open an online boutique. I mean, without money, of course, but it takes nothing to <laughs> time-wise to open up an uh, online boutique. Um, order the clothes. You know, I found a bunch of clothes that I did like. Order the clothes and sell them. Now I have another stream of income. Coming. Like I said, that's, that's kind of been... I, what I will say is my fear more so recently is being broke. Mm-hmm. Having all these different ideas and dreams and not using them. That's my fear. Letting my letting my dreams go to waste is my fear, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was your process when opening up the online store? Because many people... Not even myself. I don't even know what that process is like. How do you go about picking the clothes to make them different from other online boutiques? Well, that will be hard. That, now, I will say this. That that part is hard because most of us all shop from the same vendor. Mm-hmm. Unless you have someone who is physically, like, you know, mass producing your own designs, that part is hard to have to pick can pick a, a vendor but what I will say is um, 
the website process was simple. It was figuring out what website worked for me. What, what um, I don't know, what, what do you call it? Like a, the creator, you know what I mean? The, the base of the website that I can use, like Squarespace and all that. I didn't use Squarespace, but how they are the base of the website, then I just go from there and form my own website. Um, figuring that out was kind of the easy part because um, a few boutiques that I know have used something called Big Part Detail. And they, um, can you hear me okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, because of the rain, and that's all I like to make sure. It was raining um, right now. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, but no, Big Cartel is um, something I've seen other people use. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, checkout process is easy when I learn that website to order stuff. Uh, um, the format is simple and nice. I like it. So I'm going to use them. And I downloaded the website, would download the app, and it went and went from there. Ordering the clothes, picking the clothes was easy. Ordering them was hard because shipping from China cost so much. So that was like, that was the hard part. But I said, once we I worked got, out the kinks now. Oh yeah, my 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 trunk, my room. <laughs> I have clothes everywhere. I got clothes sitting right next to me, honestly. Um, <laughs> but no, I when I when I got the once I got the money to do it, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like there's more so of being what's the word? What is the word? What is the word I want to use? Being um, disciplined. Discipline mentally to like you know keep going, mm-hmm. uh, um, setting a goal. That's the the biggest part is setting a goal, setting a goal and keeping that goal. That's like that's that's the that's the big part. Hey, that's good. That's really good. Um, so Halloween is coming up and October twenty yeah. eighth. You have to have everybody at Steel City Lounge once again turning up with you. Let everybody know how they could get down with Nicholas Styles. <laughs> well, October 28th, um, I will be hosting um, a Halloween party. Me and two other people will be hosting the Halloween party. And during the Halloween party, um, there'll be two, well, three rappers uh, performing. Um, Darius Smith, uh, Sir James, and uh, Devil R. They'll all be performing. They're all from the ring. And oh, I thought his name uh, was Dubler when I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Dubler. It's Double R. You know what? I can't remember um, it, what language that was, but there is a language that actually that's how you say W, how you just said it. Um, but no, there will be um, performers, and how you can go, um, you can actually off-hit, I can't remember the website, 
the website that I had made for the um, Eventbrite, but you can look it up on Eventbrite.com and just put Halloween parties in Lorraine, and it should come up. Um, it is $15 online if you buy tickets on Eventbrite. It's $20 at the door. And as well as the drag show. The drag show is $10 at the door. And if, you know, that's, that's that. If um, you are coming with, like, more, if you and three other friends are coming, $75 for a table to, to reserve a full table. Um, $300 for VIP. VIP is you get a free bottle, plus, you know, free entry, of course. And then that's five people, six people in the VIP area of your, of your choice. 